Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to today's episode of Voice of the VIP. My name is Abraham Joseph Ejenifuja, greeting you and praying and hoping that in all and amongst all the things that are going on, that you are doing well and you are thinking well and your view of the future is well. That is my message today and every day to encourage us, all of us, especially leaders, in our responsibility to face up to the challenges of our day, to know how to do it, to avoid how not to do it, to express the beauty of the glory of God through His vision, intent, and purpose. As the author of the VIP Christian and creator of the VIP Vision, Intent, and Purpose, my heart is uh, filled with um, the love of God, a compassion of God to all of us, to all that is going on. You know, back a uh, few months ago when uh, the Lord placed upon my heart to begin this podcast, it was right after the first wave of corona um, concerns. You know, it wasn't as, as deep as it, as it has been in the past few weeks. So at that time, you know, you know I just did some kind of a reflection on myself. And I reviewed all the things I've done before and, you know, and examined myself what's the call of the moment for all of us leaders. And that's why God placed upon my heart um, the term, give to Caesar what is Caesar's and give to God what is God's. And so that um, phrase became the... Uh, the episode title for this first season of the Voice of the VIP. So we've been talking about how to give to Caesar what is Caesar's and then give to God what is God's and so fulfill, you know, the, the, the word of God that Jesus mentioned to the leaders who asked him that question. If you are a Christian, you will remember that the leaders asked Jesus, wanting to trap him, they asked him, Jesus, Master, we know you're a good teacher, you know the in and out of everything, you know, so to say. What do you think? Should we pay taxes to Caesar or not? Of course, Jesus knew what they were trying to do, trying to entrap him. But Jesus is God in human flesh, all wise, all knowing, you know, can be human and can be divine at the same time. So he said back to them, 
Show me, give me a coin. Yes, yeah? give me a coin. And then they brought the coin to him. And then they, they, they asked him, said, whose image is on this coin? <laughs> you know, I can just imagine those leaders, you know, watching Jesus when he threw that coin. I can just imagine what was going on in their mind. What what would Jesus say about the coin? You know, they thought they got him. Anyway, Jesus then said to them, Which image is on this? They said, Caesar's. Then Jesus said that statement. Give to Caesar what is Caesar's and give to God what is God's. So the coin that has the image of Caesar on it, you know, Jesus used that as a metaphor to mention the importance of the image of God in man. Okay? What God created, Jesus created the, the, the government. So, I mean, the government is supposed to function well in order to have a good society. We need a good functioning government. Respected, honored our leaders, the process of government, we are to honor them. That's what Jesus, uh, Jesus was saying. Give them, pay taxes, obey the law. Whatever the government says, do it. It wasn't just talking about the taxes. It was talking about the institution of government as a whole. But at the same time, Jesus was also saying that you must give to God what is God's. Because the image of image of Caesar on the coin is is good, is fulfilling God's, you know, um, way of maintaining a beautiful, a healthy and wealthy society, but it's not compatible to the image of God in man. No, it's not. God made man in his own image. And because when you think about it, those who run the government, from the leaders top down, and those who are being governed, they are all humans. We are all humans. So the final statement Jesus was saying there was that God's image is very important. And to care for the image of God. So that began the that's how the, the podcast began. Um the voice of the VIP, in other words, helping leaders and the citizens to know and understand God's vision, intent, and purpose in a very healthy and a wealthy society. Not only in government, but also in the home, in the business, in education, in religion, and in, in governing. You know, when we Christians pray, pray uh, thy kingdom come, we are praying that God's vision, intent, and purpose, God, what God envisioned, what He intended, what He purposed, before He created the world, we are praying that God will really enjoy that. God will enjoy the reason for which He created the whole world. You know, God did not need to create anything, but when He created, He wanted to express the beauty of His glory. You know, God's glory is eternal. Eternal glory of God. It's just eternal. There's no end to it. There's no beginning to it. 
God could live in his eternal glory from eternity to eternity. So when God expressed his intention by speaking the creation into being and created every single thing, every life supporting system on the first five days, and he placed man in that garden and gave him the order to go, increase, multiply, occupy, and govern, God wanted to express the beauty of his glory. As simple as that. No one can question God about that. No one can advise God that, well, God, why do you have to do that? We were not even there yet. Okay? So God must get his glory. We have to settle that force in our hearts. God is worthy of his glory. God is examining. I mean, God must enjoy himself. I mean, we ourselves, we like to enjoy ourselves, right? We leaders, we like to create our business. You know, we have a choice of whom to hire, whom to fire. We have a choice of, of you know, how much we are going to declare in dividends. We have a choice of going on vacation and doing all sorts of things. And, you know, we won't have a choice of scratching our back when it itches, you know. We, 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 we scratch it. <laughs> because it makes us feel good. If we as humans we know how to do good things for ourselves, okay, who are we to question God that God's eternal glory is not good enough for us? Okay? If we do that, that's the height of arrogance and hypocrisy in our lives. Okay? So, we want to bring the VIP in the, in the forefront of our everyday life so that when we wake up in the morning, we have a sense of what's going on in our lives also around the world, around us. Because it's all about God's VIP. That is what we're actually pursuing every day we wake up in the morning. We want to express beauty. We want to achieve. We want to, you know, have want to attain, you know, is not enough. We are never satisfied. There is no one who is satisfied. There's also there's always one more thing to do. We are seeking God's vision, intent, and purpose. We just don't call it that name. I am putting we are putting a name upon it right now to frame our inner desires. Is for God's VIP. Whether we are Christian or non-Christian, whether you are black or white, old or young, male or female, of all genders, anywhere in the world, at any time, in the past, now, and the future, we are all seeking God's VIP. Okay? Because we came from God's VIP. We came from God's eternal glory. So, but what happens when we are not living according to God's VIP? You know, what happens when we choose to have our own vision, our own intent, our own purpose? You know, God has throughout history, you know, placed leaders where they are supposed to be in order for them to be the channel through whom he will express his beauty of his glory. 
And when those leaders do not, God always has a message for them throughout all history. But leaders have the privilege of serving God and being the one through whom God will express the beauty of his glory. Whether they are Christian leaders or non-Christian leaders. Okay, so I hope you are tracking with me here. Whether you are Christian or not, okay, as long as you are a leader, spiritually aware, in other words, you know that God exists. Okay, you may not believe in him. You may not have placed your trust in him through Jesus Christ. But deep down in your heart, you are aware of the existence of God. You see the moon and star, you say, no, they did not get here by themselves. God created them. But for some reason, you know, you are still keeping that gap between yourself and God. And there are some of us who are Christians. We know exactly what this means. We know that we know who we are. But are we living according to who we are? It's another question. So we have the issue of Corona before us today. Okay? And the effect of faith is what we are seeing in our faces right now. Clouded faces is a new season of the voice of the VIP that is going to begin uh, the next week. But I want to grace upon it a little bit more because it is a very powerful image with a hidden message. So as leaders, we must not be distracted by that image. But that image is a reflection of something that we need to grasp. And it also has a hidden meaning. Message in there. If we as leaders do not get that, when there's a problem with that. God is speaking to us first leaders to understand the meaning of these clouded faces. I mean, you go to the... I mean, six months ago, we don't, we don't have clouded faces. You know? There was none like that. When you see somebody, you see their faces, you see their noses, you see their lips, their teeth, their smile, you know, their, their structure of their face. You know who they are. You can greet them, you can say hello because you know who they are. Today, you don't really know who people are because the nose is covered, the lips, the mouth, the chin, the cheeks, everything that brings beauty out of a human. Male and female, boys and girls, beauty of the glory of God is not reflected. It is not reflected. And we can't just say, oh, wait a minute, well, let's just make mass produce, masks, and, and commercialize them, make them pretty and beautiful, and, and adorn our faces with that. Because a lot of that is going on right now. Well, that is good to some extent in terms of protection. But we must not be driven away by this commercialization of this mask. The faces that are cladded, there's a reason behind it. And so leaders, 
We all have responsibility. It doesn't matter whether we are leading one, two, three, or millions. We all have responsibility to understand what this clouded face image means and what it's conveying to us. Because right now, you know, a lot of focus is being devoted to, you know, the, the economic downturns and businesses that need to open fully, um, churches that need to open fully, um, schools that need to return to normalcy. There's a lot of debate going on about the appropriateness of it, the timing of it, and all those things are going on. There's debate going on about, about stimulus checks, you know, a second wave of stimulus checks, you know unemployment, payroll taxes, you know, a lot of ideas are coming up. But we must not let the significance of our clouded faces escape our minds. We must not let that escape our mind because as God looks up from heaven right now, God is compassionate towards us. God is looking at us and say, these are the people I created to reflect my image. You know, do they even realize what is going on right now? That they all have, they have cloudy faces. Do they even realize that? Are they even being anybody? Are they introspective to really find out what this means for this current generation and the generations coming up? God is looking at us with a heart of compassion, of grace and mercy that perhaps we are going to wake up and put the issue of clearly faces at the forefront of our daily lives. Because we don't know what's going to come next. And if you ask the people who had contact with God, leaders who had contact with God in the Bible, who are so stubborn and were not getting the message, simple, simple message that God was sent to them, you ask them, they will tell us right today, wake up leaders, you know, go and read the history of, of Pharaoh in the Bible. Who did not let the children of Israel live Egypt because of his arrogance and pride. Go and ask Nebuchadnezzar and many other leaders are done. So the clutter faces are not what God envisioned and they are not what God intended. So why do we have it on? That's a big question. You know, we must ask the why question because that's what God wants you to ask. So perhaps when we ask that question and we are really, you know, genuinely seeking solution to it, we're not just, you know, we are sorrowful in our hearts that this is a blight on the face of the image of God. Then God's grace is going to assist us in that process to really come to the deeper meaning of this clarity phase you put on.
the Bible um, is, you know, a great book because I mean, I mean, if you read the Bible, you see, you see historical things. There. You see, um, you know, poetry. You see, you know, um, narrative um, things about the Bible. All different kinds of way of writing or speaking. You know, and and uh, depending on the version that you read, you you just you see the beauty of God in in the people, in way people wrote the Bible. Just beautiful, you know. Um, one particular area that I refer to at this time of of what we are going through in the world today is how are the mighty falling? And that statement was made by by David when he was mourning, you know, the passing of his his good friend Saul in the Bible. You know, how the mighty falling? And we need to ask that question today to ourselves. Why are all this happening? I mean, the strongest, you know, nations, they are dealing with the same thing as much as some of the weaker nations too. And sometimes it's even more chronic in the stronger nations by an enemy that's not visible. You know, he has no armor, he has no tanks, he has no, you know, fighter jets. You can see it. But it's bringing us to our knees. How are the mighty falling, the mighty nations? Okay? The Bible says in Proverbs 28, 10, that those who lead good people along evil paths will fall into their own trap, but the honest will inherit good things. How are the mighty falling? How are the mighty falling, my friends? We have to ask that question. And why are they falling? Because the prosperity of any nation right now is directly tied to asking that why. Because stock market can go down and go, and can even, <laughs> it, it, anything can happen to it. The schools may not reopen. We don't know what's next. That's that's what I'm just saying. But in order for us to know, to 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 prepare ourselves for something good to happen, for a good outcome to happen, to for this virus to mysteriously disappear, just the way in that it came, we must address the question of why we have cloudy faces. You know, it's a strong image. And I said before in that article that just as a cross is a strong image of God's love for sinful humans, okay, clearly faces, you know, is a sign of a mirror that is reflecting what is in our soul. You know, to breathe, to speak, to talk, to smile. You can see it. We can see the beauty of the glory of God from our faces. So why? We have to dig deeper. We have to dig deeper because this is not what God intended from the beginning. And every leader today who is aware 
of the spiritual aspects of life, you must ask a question, what went wrong? Where did it go wrong? And why did it go wrong? And how did it grow? We must ask those four questions in our hearts. That is the beginning of being genuine that this tragic face we have before us is not just a figment. It's not just something going to come and go. It's a great opportunity for there to be a new economy a new education, robust economy, robust education, robust society, a great time of love and renewal in the whole, in, in the whole world. It's a great opportunity. But we must ask that question, sincerely so. Okay? So why? Is it because we don't, we are not aware of God's VIP, God's vision, intent, and purpose? Then we need to find out what it means. Because that's essentially what God is saying when you spoke to the, for the leaders. And that's how God created the whole world from the beginning. God created the whole world out of his vision, intent, and purpose. So everything that will be created innovation of any other kind in homes, in business, in schools, in, in, in religion, anywhere, must follow the pattern of God's VIP, which is to express the beauty of His glory. If it does not, then it's not advancing the cost of God on earth, it's advancing our own cost. And when the two come together, you know that you, know, you can't kick against God's VIP. Okay, it's a power of, of indestructibility that God's glory must necessarily be expressed. Nothing can stop it. <laughs> Nothing can stop it. So don't, don't let us strive with God and, and just kind of, you know, be complacent about it. You know, try their faces, complacency. They don't go together, my friends. They don't go together. We must ask that why question and don't live in ignorance of God's vision, intent, and purpose. Or is it because we know it? We know that God wants to express the beauty of himself, of his glory in the real world. But we think that God has no right to do that. We are arrogant. And we say, wait a minute, our glory is more important. Our family is more important. You know, our children are more important. Our businesses are more important. You know, our bottom line is more important. Our education is more important. Our government is more important. My friends, there's nothing. None of those things existed. There was a time when they did not exist at all. Okay. It is by the grace of God in the expression of his beauty, you know, in, 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 in his own integrity about what he said when he created the world. 
about his, his own integrity when he when when he when he when he gives the sign of rainbow. That as long as we see the rainbow, we know God's faithfulness is always standing. But we must not take God for granted. You know, because what God is trying to show us is for our own good. Of this world today and the world of tomorrow, the next generations. Because if you continue to live in, in ignorance or arrogance towards God, over a period of time, what do we, we don't know what's going to happen. So it is at this time that God's true, passionate leader who love God, who are grateful to what God has done in their lives, who are willing to sacrifice in order that God's glory be expressed in their homes, in their business, in their, in, in their schools, in, you know, I'm talking about the image of God, human beings, in how we relate with one another. The solution is not far from there. Okay? It's time for leaders who are passionate, who are prepared, who are purposeful, who are visionary, who are intentional and purposeful under God to rise up, to awake and rise up. And lead the way. Okay, it doesn't matter if it's a Christian or non-Christian, but you know, Christians, we are the, we are the ones supposed to be leading the way. Because behind these clarity faces are a lot of things going on in the psychic, in the minds, in the soul, in the hearts of men. There's a lot of people who have passed away with this corona. There's a lot of death, a lot of grief, a lot of sorrow, a lot of insecurity, uncertainties that's going on in the world today. How much longer do we want that to continue? How much do we want to elevate the, the concern of the economy of this world more than the economy of God in the way God has designed these things? Because you know, God's image. It's all about God's image, my friends. It's all about loving God's image, loving God with all our hearts, so understand, and loving our neighbors as ourselves. The answer is in there. That's God's VIP. So how are we going to begin to do that? Who is going to lead the way? Well, I hope so this talk is enough for you and I as leaders to just examine something. Maybe there's something God is placing on your heart right now. A small step to take in expressing the beauty of the glory of God wherever you are leading. Maybe through conversations. Maybe through writing emails. Maybe through having uh, some kind of meetings. Maybe true, you know, doing something that you know is right thing to do, but you're afraid to do it. It may be true cutting some people off who have not encouraged you in pursuing the beauty of the love of God in your life. It may be true crossing the aisle and, and reaching out to some people who are different than you, but they believe in something some that you believe and closing the gap. 
Well, there are many ways to do them. In the coming weeks, I, I pray uh, that God will give uh, me the grace to um, bring uh, more uh, leaders uh, to be interviewed. If you're interested to be interviewed, please go and visit our website, www.abrahamjoseph.co and um, check our website there and see, um, you know, things that you may like to have there. And then put your name there as a, as a leader who uh, would like to be interviewed on my podcast. I'd love to do that. Also there, you see um, opportunity for coaching and um, opportunity for speaking. Uh, we'd love to come and partner with you in, in your journey as a leader uh, to express the beauty of the glory of God that will make this world a better place to live and raise families. Until next time, my friends, this is Abraham Joseph Ajinifuja signing off today and wishing you a VIP day. Thank you so much.